0: Hello and welcome to Caught My Ear. This is a music podcast where two music obsessed mates have a chat about the music they've been listening to this week as well as some news topics. You
1: are listening to episode 29. My name is Vivian. My name is Maddie. So we're going to go straight into our news segment. Maddie, what's our first story today? So our
0: first story, we're starting out with a bit of a serious one. Yes. Um, so this is an article from Pitchfork written by Noah Yu and it reads... Zed says he was permanently banned from China after liking a South Park tweet. So, on Thursday, October 10, Zed tweeted out that he had been permanently banned from China for liking a South Park tweet celebrating the 300th episode of the long-running Comedy Central series. While it's unclear whether this means that his music is banned from Chinese airplay or if the producer slash DJ himself is banned from traveling to the country, his publicist confirmed to CNBC that new- uh, that news of the ban is, quote, true. South Park was recently banned in China following the airing of its 299th episode called Banned in China, which- in which creators Trey Parker and Matt Stone parodied the country's media censorship. The topic has recently made headlines with institutions such as Apple, the NBA, and video game company Blizzard Entertainment coming under public scrutiny
1: for their actions. So that's the article. Oh, no. Yikes. Major yikes. (laughs) Yeah, it's really hard with everything sort of going on, I think. Um, And South Park, you know, it's always been the type of show that you know, takes these sort of political topics or these, you know, pop culture moments and they just, you know, go full blown satirical, like yeah. full
0: steam ahead. As far as you can go exactly. without, you know, getting cancelled, but I guess they get banned in China. So,
1: but that's, that's the, that's the really interesting thing is like something so simple, like lacking tw- a tweet. It's mm. like that can be, you know, the decision whether. You know your band or not? Like that's crazy.
0: That to me is yeah, because it's not even like I wanna I wanna know what the tweet actually was. Like, yeah, if it was just like a promotional tweet, like yeah, Here's a new episode Here's or whatever, episode. or if it was one specifically about mm.
1: the media censorship.
0: Like oh, I don't know. It's
1: really hard. Like I I truly believe that artists these days, you know, their lives are in, under such a microscope, like because mm. of Instagram and Twitter, like. People think that they have the right to know what these people are doing, like, you know, sort of look into their lives. Yeah. And any move they make will come under scrutiny.
0: Yeah. I wonder how much, how big of a toll, I guess, it's going to take on, like, his success. Because I wonder how much airplay he gets in China to begin with. Like, if he is sort of big over there. Mm. I wouldn't imagine it would be like astronomical but Mm,
1: it's hard to know I think what's anything what's happening over there like in terms of like what's sort of popular what's not because it is so sort of sheltered yeah and closed off yeah
0: so I don't know mm, big big topics very big topic (laughs) I guess we'll move on though yes yes so Vivian has a lot of thoughts
1: I do guys (laughs) Look, I was going to read an article about this story, but I just think it's better if I just let my, my thoughts flow. You know what I mean, honey? <laughs> you have free reign. Yes. Take so the mark. I'm going to be talking about Logic's verse on the new French Montana song, Twisted, featuring Juicy J and ASAP Rocky. I'm sorry. It's really hard for me to say these names and take it seriously. <laughs> so here's the thing. I didn't know this was coming, and I'm a big fan of Logic. So when I saw this song, I first of all, first of all, I was like, why is he why is he doing a song with these people? Mainly because it's like they are on sort of the other spectrum of hip-hop of where I think Logic sort of is, you know? Yeah. I've always said Logic really does talk about more serious issues in his songs, and Mm. this song is not one of those songs, guys, as you can expect. But the main issue is Logic's verse is just, it's like he's a different person on this song. It doesn't feel authentic at all. And there's a line that he says, I'm not going to say it because it's very explicit, but he basically pokes fun at his most popular song, 1800 which is, of course, about suicide prevention and reaching out to get help, you know, when you're feeling down. And he makes fun of it in this very sort of lighthearted, gloating song about the rap lifestyle. And it's just like, why would you do that? Why would you do this to yourself? Because, <laughs> you know, so many people would have listened to this and you know going through all those people not one of them thought hey don't you think it's a little bit weird that you're poking fun about a very serious song that you claim to you know be very passionate about mm. and yet no it is out into the world for people to listen to i
0: was i was shocked like, So shocked <sighs> i don't even listen to logic mm. that often and i understand sort of like the difference between his music and, like, stuff, you know, that you hear on the radio, or maybe not on the radio because it's too explicit, but, like, you know, more popular, like, trappy hip-hop sort of stuff. And, like, the topics that they rap about. Mm They're very, very different. And then hearing Logic on this, I was like,
1: what is going on? I was so confused. And the things he's singing about, it's just – it doesn't feel like it's him. And it's so interesting, though, because, you know, he recently announced that – he got married sort of in secret and his wife is pregnant and he's singing these songs, like he's rapping these kind of verses. It's like, it just does not feel authentic to who he's like sort of set himself as, like as an artist. So I'm very disappointed in new logic as if you're (laughs) going to listen to this episode ever, (laughs) Ever. but anyway, yes, that was Vivian's rant. That was my, that was my little rant, but we're going to go into our last news story now. What are we going to talk about, Maddie? We're going to talk about everyone's favourite 1D heartthrob, Harry (laughs) Styles.
0: Alright, so I have an article here written by Jackson Langford from Music Feeds, and it says, Harry Styles returns with new single, Lights Up. It's been just over two years since former One Direction member and breakout star of the group Harry Styles dropped Sign of the Times, a soaring ballad that delighted fans of both pop and alternative music. Now, he's finally made his return with new single, Lights Up. The song isn't too far away from something Tame Impala might do, but with more R&B tones and serves as the lead single from Star's yet to be titled upcoming second album. With the new album, we can be sure to expect another tour from the Superstar as he toured the country twice in support of his self-titled debut album. So, what do we think about the song, first of all?
1: Okay, um, so here's the thing. I... Obviously, wasn't a fan of One Direction. But when Harry Styles came out with his first album, I actually didn't mind it. I was like, you know, this is pretty cool. Like, he's definitely... I definitely did think he was more towards the sort of alternative um, Mm. rock indie sort of vibe. But this song... I don't mind it. I'm going to say that. I don't mind it. But for me, the biggest problem I have with it is that I feel like it doesn't have a cohesive structure. I feel like it has a lot of different sections, which are very good. Like, they're mm-hmm. very sort of well-produced and cohesive in their own sort of sense. But as one whole, I don't think the song has, like, a solid foundation where all these different sections can sort of sit harmoniously, if yeah. that makes sense.
0: There isn't one sort of, like, defining theme that runs through yeah. it, yeah. which is interesting.
1: Which is, you know, I, I like songs that... I don't mind if songs don't build, but I like if songs sort of have that one sort of foundation that, you know, sort of each section can sort of come back to and mm. it sort of runs throughout the entire thing. Yeah, and yeah, like you said, I don't think this song has that.
0: Yeah, well, see, I was like... His first sort of album um, mm. that he put out with all of his new music I wasn't too impressed with it. Interesting. Like, I liked a couple of the songs, um, but I like listened through it once and nothing really stood out to me much. I was like, it's like it's good music, but it's just not mm. my my scene. What I like listening to. But this one, I was like, from the get go, I was intrigued. Mm. Like from the first like four bars of this song, I was like, ooh. This is very cool. It very much piqued my interest. And then when it's sort of like, you know, has, as you mentioned, like these different sections, it changes up like very, very quickly into like these different sort of vibes, I guess you could mm. say.
1: Very dramatically too. There's no yeah. sort of like transition into these sections. It's almost very much like here's the chorus, here's the verse. Here's this bit with yeah. like the gospel backing. Yeah, like, here's yeah. All of
0: these different things. It's it's really 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 cool. Like I quite like the song actually, but um yeah, like you said, there isn't really much of a theme throughout it. Mm. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Mm. Um, which is why I probably like the song a bit more than you do. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, don't I think know, it's, it's interesting. an
1: interesting choice as a single as well. Yeah, as a lead definitely. single, because when you compare "Sign of the Times," I do think that one was. A very a I don't think many people expected that from him. Oh no! Yeah. So of course that would have you know sort of got more interest in it anyway. But it was definitely more obviously structured and definitely more radio friendly. I don't think this one. Not that it's not radio friendly, but I don't think it appeals to like yeah a wider audience. of yeah, course, because sure. it's, it's not weird that genre, but.
0: While I was, like, watching, one, watching the video, that's a lot. Yeah. We won't go into that. It's a lot. But, um, like, when I was listening to this song, the first thought that sort of popped into my head, well, it was kind of like a funny thought, like, thinking of, like, the 10, 11-year-olds who used to listen to One Direction. Yeah. Like,
1: listening to this... You can't picture it. You can't. Yeah. But
0: I guess those 12-year-olds that grew up with One Direction are now, like, our age. Yeah, true. So they probably... Their music taste has probably grown significantly. For sure. Um. But, yeah, it was just an interesting thing. Like, they've probably, like, you know, evolved as people as well. Oh, as yeah. like, you know, the music and everything that... Because that's what happens. Everyone, you know, changes when they grow up and, like, their tastes change and they mm. become more refined and mm. whatever. Um. But, yeah, it was just a weird thing that i thought of for some reason i just
1: realized we
0: talked about zane last week and a now we're <laughs> a one direction stand podcast now, now? we're talking about harry <laughs> now see that's interesting though because like out of it's it's so cool to see like zane and harry styles these mm. people who began sort of singing together this like boy band thing they've both gone in such different directions
1: and then Nile as see- well yeah and
0: now Nile' coming yeah. out with a lot of stuff too and they're all completely different mm. and it's so cool to see how they all sort of started in this one spot and now they've all sort of like branched off doing their own different things it's really cool to see
1: it's so cool definitely. I never thought I would
0: ever say that I had like a weird <laughs> ven- I had a weird vendetta like that I hated one direction when I was you know when they were really popular I don't know why I was just a you weird were just 14 an
1: individual
0: yeah and you- <laughs> i wanted to go against the mold um ew gross i hate that um <laughs> but yeah i don't know but it's so cool yeah to see all of these different like what they're doing and it's just yeah it's no really i cool. agree
1: 100 percent.
0: yeah so um that is it for our news segment of the podcast um when we go into our songs, we definitely want to um, recommend that you pause the podcast, go down to the description, um, and have a look at our Spotify and YouTube playlist that we put together with all of the songs that we're about to chat about. So you know what they are, you know what they sound like, you're not too lost when we go on our weird tangents. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely recommend to do that, and then come straight back to us and listen to our song of the week, which we will go into first.
1: Yes. So I'll kick us off um, And my song of the week this week is Later Flight by Jack River So as you guys know I'm a big fan of Jack River I've talked about it on the podcast before And this is her latest single Which is really exciting Because she hasn't released much Since I guess her first album Came out last year um, She's released like a few singles since then but So it's really cool that she's just You know slowly getting back into the swing of things I guess Um, and this one, straight off the bat, it's, it's very strange, because it's basically talking about, um, sort of, like, this relationship where she's very sure of it, very secure. She knows that she wants to be with this person, but she's, she knows that the other person is sort of struggling to make that decision, so, Mm. you know, it's like, she's using flights as a metaphor, like, are you gonna take the later flight, like... I'm um, loving me. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> that makes sense. Trying to de- de- decipher the words of Jack River. Um, so, yeah, and that's a pretty cool concept. But in terms of the music, first, the first thing I thought of was it sounds like Lenny Kravitz's Fly Away, which is a classic. Yeah. If you guys don't know it, please listen to it. Yeah. Um, Because it's got the same sort of strumming patterns in terms of the guitar as the backing. Like, it's very, very similar. And it's
0: almost the same chord progression. I think it
1: almost is, yeah. Like, it's slightly different, but, um, yeah. So, of course, when you put those two together, that's... Of course, it's going to sound like fly away. But, um, I've always said with Jack River that she suits this more sort of alternative rock sort of genre. Um... The last song I talked about hers uh, of hers on the podcast was "Adolescence," which is um, her previous single. So, which was definitely more like grungy sort of vibe, and I definitely can tell she's still experimenting with her sound mm. um, because you know her album that she released last year was very sort of more pop oriented, and I wasn't like a big fan of it. But you can tell that she's still trying to find her place where she uh, feels comfortable in. But uh, when she released this single, she said on social media that she was very proud of this one, and she really liked sort of the direction she was going in terms of her music. So, and I definitely agree, I definitely think she suits this genre a lot more than um, the pop stuff she's released, and yeah, I'm really interested to see, like, where she goes um, from here, but yes... So that is my song of the week, Later Flight by Jack River. Maddie, what is your song of the week? My song of the week is Boys Like You
0: by Dodie. So another Dodie song. I have talked about her at length before and how much I love her. She's amazing. She's, she's just, yeah, I don't have any words. She's just the sweetest innocent flower and everything about her is gorgeous. I love her music so much. Um, this one in particular, Boys Like You. So, as with a lot of her music, it's very, um, very, very quiet and very, like, it draws you in because there isn't a lot going on. I just, like, I liken all of her stuff to, like, ASMR videos because she's got, like, a very whispery, breathy Mm. tone when she sings. Um... Because she doesn't really belt much and, um, yeah, a lot of her um, vocals are sort of, like, very, very quiet and very light and, f- light and fluffy. Um, <laughs> and, like, her – like, she's recently – I think she's on – she's on a tour at the moment. I don't know. If, I think it's American tour. Um, and so she's got her band and she has, like, a cellist and a violinist as well. And they're sort of, like, a part of her band now. So a lot of her new music has got a lot of string – elements to it and um boys like you is um another one of those that has like very very cool cello parts and very cool violin parts um and this one it's sort of about you know your typical um how should i how should i describe them like (laughs) um well a line in the song let's say um the the main line in the chorus is called there's a name for boys like you um and you know they're the they're the typical, like, suave, like, yeah. trying to win you over um, with their lines. Unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what they're th- really thinking. Yeah, who knows what's going on. They're yeah. very, very cheeky, very mischievous. Yes. Um, and, yeah, basically, it's all about the fact that this is the way we've sort of been taught that like love is these days and mm-hmm. this is what we're we sort of expect and we shouldn't really go into it um because it's not like you know a good way to start a relationship no. with all of these lines and all of the deceit and all of the rest of it but that's what a lot of today's relationship sort of stuff is like happening, I guess. Yeah. That sentence didn't make any sense, but I'm going to go with it. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Um, (laughs) I, I
1: understood it,
0: but yeah, I, I hope you understood that. Um, but yeah. And like another one of the lines in this, like the lyrics are so cool. That's something that I've always, always loved about Dirty. Her lyrics are amazing. And another one is, um, like something about, you know, falling for like the stereotypes of these people and Mm. like listening to their lines and being like, she knows that it's bad, but she gets caught up in it anyway. And it's just... Yeah, very, very cool toned down song. Um, very soft, very, very Doty. Very dirty. Um, I can't wait to hear her latest album that she's working on mm-hmm. or EP, whatever it ends up being. Um, I just love everything about her voice. She's just incredible. Agreed. So, Boys Like You by Dodie is my song of the week and we will go into Under a Rock now and I'll kick us off with mine. So, um, this is a song called I Wish by Hayley Kiyoko. Um, some of you may be familiar with her. Um, I definitely am familiar with her name. Like, I've heard her <laughs> bounced around. But that's why it's my Under a Rock. Exactly. She's popular, but I haven't really listened to much of her music. The only thing that I've sort of listened to of hers is... Um, when she collabed with Kalani yep. on a track a while ago. I can't for the life of me remember what it is, but I really liked that, that song. That was a good song, yeah. Um, very, very good song. And their voices go very well together. Yeah, which you wouldn't They have think. a similar... Yeah, like, well, I'm not familiar with Hayley's yeah, music that yeah, much, true. but definitely their voices go well together and I felt like they had like a similar vibe in that sense. But this one is a lot different to that song. So if you've heard I Wish... Um, you'll know it's, it's like, it doesn't sound like a typical like R&B pop track, but um, one thing that I sort of noticed about this song, now this is going to be like a wild kind of claim, so just like (laughs) go with me here, but when I first heard the chorus, I thought that it kind of, I hate saying this because it's so outlandish.
1: It's it's not, it's not.
0: I thought that it sort of sounded like something that a Disney princess would sing. And I like,
1: completely understand that. It truly. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, because that <laughs> makes me feel a lot better. Validating you. <laughs> I'm validating my weird like <laughs> claims. But
0: yeah, it's like just the way that the melody is sort of structured and this like, you know, flowing upwards in these in these jumps and skips and stuff. Like the the vibe of the song as a whole is definitely not there but just like the melody and the way that it goes and sort of like the lyrics I guess like I wish I wish you know Mm. all of that sort of stuff it just it just reminded me of like Cinderella and like Disney princesses and stuff like that that you know you'd have this like ballad that they were singing halfway through the song about their prince or whatever (laughs) like some random thing but yeah so please listen to the song let me know if you Think the same thing,
1: because <laughs> or it, or if you can at least understand, when yeah, or see
0: where I'm coming from at the very Cause least.
1: I definitely do. Okay, well that makes me feel. Better. I got your back, Maddie. What can but I yeah, say? <laughs> overall,
0: the song is really, really cool. I really, really like the instrumentation throughout the whole sort of thing, and um, like the the effect that she's got on her voice during the chorus too mm. is very sort of like um magical and like it's got this definite like. I think that sort of helped my case with the Disney princess thing. It sort of sounded like, you know, it was this voice in the distance, like, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, ballad, like this ballad thing going over the top, but yeah. So, that is my Under a Rock, Hayley Kiyoko with I Wish. So, what is your Under a
1: Rock today, Vivian? So, my Under a Rock this week is No Halo by Brockhampton, so... Uh, I've come across Brockhampton for a while now and I've listened to definitely, I've listened to their stuff quite a bit, but I haven't done like a proper deep dive because yeah. I definitely think they're one of those bands that need a proper deep dive if yeah. you want to get into them. Because for me, when with the stuff that I've listened to, you I definitely can't put them within a box. And I definitely think that's what they're trying to go for, is that you know you can't really say they're a hip hop group because they have songs like No Halo which I'm about to talk about. So this one it's coming from their latest album Ginger and it's been a while since they've actually released new music so it was like quite anticipated when it came out. Mm. And straight off the bat this one is very stripped back. You, it's so different to their sort of upbeat um, style that they always sort of go for, well, the that, that I'm used to as well. So when I heard this one, it starts with this very, almost like early 2000s, late 90s yes. guitar intro, yeah. like yeah. R&B intro, if that makes sense. Like, it's definitely got those vibes, which I love, so cool. And, and then it's got, like, obviously, this, like, consistent beat in the background. But I really like... So... In the verses, it's rapping, but it's this very sort of subdued mm. rapping, if that makes sense. Like, it's not sort of like, because the song's talking about isolation and being an outcast and sort of how to get out of that shell. So with the rapping, it's very subdued and it's obviously very serious, but I love when it goes into the chorus. Um, it totally switches up into like these vocals, like these beautiful melodic vocals, And in the background, you have like rapping sort of, it's sort of like a call and response where um, they're saying like, no one helped me when my eyes go red. So it's like, it's this very cool, like call and response in the chorus, which I really, really love. But I guess the whole, the reason why I was really interested in this song is that they they really are such an interesting band because they call themselves the best boy band since One Direction. So when you hear that, you you have sort of like an image in your mind. There's a lot of references to One Direction in this podcast and I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> I know, I just realised <laughs> that this is the second time we've made that reference. Um, but yeah, like when you hear that line, you have this idea of what their music will be, but it's so completely different. Mm. And because they have so many members in their band they have all these different sort of styles of rapping singing like focus on production like each person has like a certain role which is really interesting um but yeah like i'm definitely i definitely think they are such an interesting band in the music industry right now because i kind of compare them to 21 pilots not in the way like sort of music wise but In terms of with 21 Pilots, they are definitely have like one hand in so many different baskets of genres. Like they definitely experiment so much and I definitely think Brockhampton does the same. So yeah, that's my Under a Rock this week, No Halo by Brockhampton. Now we're going to go into Caught My Ear and I'll kick us off. So my Caught My Ear this week is Home With You by FKA Twigs. I know, I know. Another one. Another one, and it's, of course, A Caught My Ear. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> that was <laughs> perfect. DJ
0: Khaled.
1: <laughs> God, I'm so tired, hey. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> So, <laughs> I talked about FKA Twigs, like, I think it was like two or three weeks ago. Yeah, probably. In um, the Caught My Ear segment. So, here we are again. Um, And this one is her latest single. And... In true FKA Twigs style, it is weird, wonderful. Outlandish. <laughs> very strange. Um, and it's so weird, because now as I'm talking, I'm thinking about it. This song doesn't really have a structure. And I was just bagging Harry Styles out, like, this song doesn't have a structure. <laughs> and here I am about to talk about... You hypocrite. <laughs> you no- Absolute hypocrite. <laughs> I'm sorry, Don't guys. Don't worry, I've gone on the same thing, so it's <laughs> fine. So anyway, yeah, this song doesn't have a structure. But, um... It's really cool because the... So the intro, it's just a piano. And FKA FK Twig's sort of like... Not not rapping, but she's kind of talking, like saying these random words. Mm. Out of place, like offbeat. And it, it's a little bit scary.
0: Yeah, I sort of felt like I was in a bit of a horror movie. Yeah, it kind of, of feels like that. To begin that. with. I was like,
1: okay, this it, is a bit weird. It, it really does feel like that. But it's cool because it builds... And as it's building, there's almost like this, it's very cinematic in the sense of there's like this, um, I don't know what it is, but it's like this sort of screeching noise that's like building. Um, and sort of like the effects on her voice are also sort of more enhanced as like it's building. But then when it gets to that certain point, everything drops and it's a completely different section. Like she's singing in like a different key. Like it's, so weird, like yeah, doesn't feel like it should be in the same song. There
0: are, I've, i <laughs> spoke to you about this before we started recording, but there are so many different artists <laughs> that you have brought to the table for this podcast. Yes, and most of them, I'm kind of like, yeah, look, I, I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see why you like them. You know, like I can sort of get down. I'm like, you know what? I would maybe listen to this. Yeah. FKA Twigs is one of those artists that I'm just like. There is no way I I just can't you just can't do get it. behind I it. I cannot get behind it. It's not that I don't think that she's talented mm. and that she's not creative because she absolutely is, but yep. I just there's no way I could sit there and listen to an entire mm. one of her songs without but, wanting to turn it off.
1: Which is so interesting because. Out of like we also said before, out of all the artists that I have brought to you, I would never think that FKA Twigs would be the artist where it'd be hard for you to get on board. Like I understand. you've given like you've given me like the hardest rock I know, without like, it
0: being like, you know, like Norwegian scream yeah. metal or death metal or whatever the hell it is. <laughs> that that I can tell you now. I will never <laughs> never, 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 never catch me next week bringing <laughs>
1: up a song like that. <laughs> oh my
0: god. But yeah, like, uh, I can
1: normally get down with it. Because it's... I just... There's just something about F-Q- FK Twigs I just can't... I just can't do. It definitely... I For me, like, her music, I, I definitely have to be in the right mood to listen to it. But mm. for me, I'm just so in awe of her creativity. Like, I definitely think she's so creative in the way she thinks about things, the way she approaches songs, like, how she writes them, and how she focuses on making sure that the production and the lyrics are so like cohesive and that's Mm. why that's why I say like her music is so cinematic because she makes sure that you know the lyrics are so tightly um cohesive with the production and I don't know she's cool yeah I don't (laughs) doubt that she's definitely a cool person I just yeah just can't Can't get down with the music, to be honest.
0: Yeah, but that's just me.
1: Yes. Well, uh, yes, that's my Caught My Ear this week. Home With You by FKA Twigs. Maddie, what caught your ear this week? My Caught My Ear this week
0: is uh, by a band called Elm, and it is um, their song Fear. Yes. So this song, so the band Elm, they've described themselves as like queer pop, And, um, I was really, really interested in this song, first of all, because the cello in it is so cool. So, one of their band members plays the cello, and, um, I haven't listened to the rest of their, like, discography, but given the fact that, like, one of their core band members plays a cello, I would assume the cello comes up in all the rest of their stuff. It's not just, like, a one-off kind of, like, we'll chuck a cello in this song just to make it interesting. Like, it actually is a core part of the song and it works so well with the rest of the instrumentation. And I just absolutely love it. Like, mm. again, like, I love th- when the cellos and the violins are in Dodie's music and I love the cello in this one. Um, and then also the lead vocalist of elm um it's got such such an interesting voice so interesting it's so so cool um it's sort of like i yeah it's so so strange because like it's very very airy but Mm. also it's got like a lot of um a lot of richness to it in mm. a way that you know like a lot of people don't have um in their and it's obviously something you can't put on it's just like a natural thing yeah and, and that's so thing, so unique
1: that's the thing that i was so intrigued by was that it it sounds so natural but it doesn't sound like anything i've ever come across before no
0: no, no it's definitely not
1: your like baseline pop no
0: pop um vocals and it's yeah it's just very very interesting very very cool i would say i would describe the vibe of this song as something that you'd get from like clean bandit yeah it's kind of like this upbeat sort of um pop like happy pop type thing it it doesn't have like a lot of electronic elements to it but yeah like definitely the cello the chat like the parts that the cello plays in some sections, like, it's really, really quick and really fast. They've got these, like, really, really quick runs. Mm. Um, it's not just, you know, like, very long, stretched-out notes that you normally hear of, like, a cello and say an exactly. orchestral like setting. Exactly. It's, like, flipped it on its head. It's like, you know what? We can play as fast as the violinists can. Like, Which watch awesome. me go. It's great. It's so, so awesome. So, yeah, that was really what caught my ear in this song. Um, the cello, number one, is... Amazing. amazing and then how, how interesting the vocals are so that is um, Fear by the band Elm so that is it for this week's podcast thank you so much for listening this far um, if you have or if you've cut off thanks in advance yeah thank you um, <laughs> you can check us out on Apple Podcasts Spotify Podcasts Castbox, Stitcher, YouTube etc etc we try to be available on as many platforms
1: as you can. If there is one that we're not on, let us know. We'll try and get on there. Yeah, definitely. And let us know what you think about the songs that we discussed this week. Because I definitely think we had quite a wide range of songs this yeah, week. Yeah, it was a bit
0: of a weird mix a bit today. of a
1: weird mix. Like, even from our news stories with Harry Styles, Logic, and then going into our actual songs. Ugh been a wild ride guys yes. <laughs> so please let us know what you think and also chuck us a dm if you have a recommendation Because yeah. we didn't have one this week and you know what that makes us sad it does don't let us be sad i cry in my bedroom exactly every time we don't have one <laughs> so please yeah if you have a recommendation let us know we'll definitely react to it and yes you can follow us on social media at caught my ear pod on facebook twitter and instagram And we'll see you on Monday with a new episode. See you later. Bye.